door to door. Can you actually be successful knocking doors? The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love, but our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. Welcome to the podcast. I have had several people reach out to me and I've seen several posts on a lot of the Facebook groups I'm on about new people trying to figure out this door-to-door thing. And I tried to look back and find a one single podcast where I'd gone over door-to-door and I have plenty of interviews, but I couldn't find any podcasts. So I wanted to take a quick episode and just go over how to be successful door-to-door because I think there's a lot of people that are scratched. They, they see the people that are successful, but they wonder, like, why is that person successful versus that person? Um, and th- there's some skills-based stuff, but I want to talk about some mindset and well, some mindset and approach things today that if you're new to door-to-door, that this is, is going to help you. Or if you're training someone new, or if for me, like instead of having to go through this this long rant <laughs> with a new person, I can just send them this podcast episode and they can listen to it. All right. Now, but let's let's lay some groundwork with door to door. Some people think door to door is dead, and I think with social media, door to door is like declining in influence in the in like the effectiveness of the sale. But it is still alive and well, and there are people making hundreds of thousands of dollars, literally knocking on someone's door and selling them a product. Okay, so it's not dead, but I you still get people that are like. It's so frustrating. I can't like get people to buy. Yada yada yada. They complain about it, right? And to those people, I think this this, this my story is the same, just not with door to door. My story is with golf, right? I like when I golf, I sit there and blame the clubs, blame the ball, how stupid the sport is, all this stuff, right? But does that make golf any less of a sport because I suck at it? No. There's people that are amazing at golf that love the sport that like are completely dedicated to it and do an awesome job with it, right? And so just because I'm bad at it, doesn't mean, doesn't detract from the value of golf. And that's the same with door to door. Just because you suck at it, doesn't mean that you can't, that others can't be successful. So the first thing you need to like, I guess not the first thing, but the preface to all this is you need to understand that the problem, if, if you're not being successful at door to door, the problem is not door to door. It's not the doors, it's not the homeowners. It, it's usually not the product, right? You could be selling something really crazy. I, I, that's why I clarified that. You could be selling like guns door to door. You probably could do that actually, but something crazy, right? But not pending that, those outliers, you are the problem. <laughs> like you can sell stuff door to door. People make millions doing it. Easily make hundreds of thousands. The only problem is you. And once you realize that, once you like take ownership of that, and you can like target yourself, then life gets a lot easier. And that applies to a lot of things, by the way. But let's talk about those things that you can improve and do. There's, there's three things that you can do to be successful door to door. And if you do these things, you're, you're, it's guaranteed to be successful. Like there's not, I've never seen anybody that's done these things that, that's not done these things that hasn't been successful, all right? Sorry for the double negative there. But here we go. Number one, work hard. You're like, Cody, 
that's not a secret. That's obvious. Yeah, it is a secret because most people define hard work as like above average, which is like 40 hours a week. The average work week for Americans is like 35.8 hours. Don't quote me on that. I don't know what it is, but it's under 40 hours. And so people think, oh, if I work 40 hours a week, I'm working hard. Like, no, 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 no. You're working average. Work hard is like 70 plus, right? If, if you're in America, even if you're a doctor or a lawyer or a business consultant or whatever, and you, you spent hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, all this specialized training, and you're making $100,000 a year, those, those, those professions traditionally make that much. Even after all that specialization and certification, you're still making $100,000 a year working like 80 hours a week. Ask a lawyer that's new out of college or ask like a business consultant, investment banker or doctor or resident. Ask them how much they're working. Even after all that specialized training, they're working a ton and that's how they make up so much money. Like people are like, oh, lawyers make a lot of money. It's like, yeah, because they work freaking hard. Most of them do, at least especially in the early years. You know, later on, they they get their like firm up and going, and they don't have partners, and they don't have to work as hard. But when you start out, you got to put in like 70, 80 hours a week. So nine times out of ten, when I talk to the new rep, and this just happened this week, you know, like they talk about how hard I got to work or how what do I got to do, and they're I ask them how hard they're working, and they're saying, well, I'm knocking from four to six or four to seven or whatever. Like, okay, so you want to make X number of dollars and you're only working three hours to get those dollars. And they're like, I thought, you know, whatever, like whatever the excuse. But if you're not working, and I'm, I'm serious, on the doors, at least 50, 60 hours and training those other like 20, 30, if you're not doing that, good luck, brother, like her sister, like good luck. You know, it, you have to redefine hard work. And the, the, the crazy thing is, is you might redefine yourself while you do that, or you might just find out, it's like, I don't like doing this. like. I, not that I don't like the doors. I don't like working this much. And you're, you'll find out you're actually maybe lazier than you thought you were. Uh, and that means you're going to have to probably reevaluate your priorities. Okay? So hard work, number one. Number two, you have to be humble. All right? Now, atypical salespeople, think, or p- typically people who think salespeople are braggadocious. They're egotistical. They have pride. I'll tell you this. Most successful salespeople, if, even if they have pride in their ability to be a salesperson, it's because they're humble in the application of their skills, okay? Even if they're prideful about their numbers, they are very, very humble in their application of skills because they, they don't look at it like, it's very emotionless. They, they gotta take out the emotions. They, they, like, successful salespeople don't sit there and think, I should pitch a client this way. This is what makes me feel good. They think, what is it going to take to get this person from point A to point B? What's the most effective way? I'm going to do that regardless of my personality. And then after a while, after they get good at it, then they kind of mix in the personality and all that stuff goes in there. But they, there's a formula to sales. And that formula may not mesh with your personality, right? And I'm not saying don't, don't do anything unethical. I'm not saying like lie, cheat still. Okay. That should always be a part of your personality. And that's, that's a good thing. But in in the ethical context of sales, there is a pattern to convincing people to persuasion and it's going to be different than your personality. It's going to be awkward. All right. Especially on the doors, right? The one thing like one, for example, on the doors, when I knock on a door, I always step way far back, like 20, 30 feet 
and I play on my iPad, like literally like on Facebook or like I'm ignoring people. And every time a new rep's like, uh, they think it's so awkward. Like, and they'll look at the comb owner like, uh, he, he's not ignoring you. He's just, he's just really busy. I'm like, dude, dude, I'm doing this for a reason. I'm doing this. So when the person comes out, they, they see that I'm busy and they engage first. If they engage first, they're more likely to finish the conversation. And that's, that's a skill that I've been taught that works and successful. And it was awkward for me at first, right? But it helps. And it gets the, gets the, like, gets me to the next step, which is talking and engaging the homeowner in a meaningful way, not just them saying, not interested, right? But I had to be humble to get, get past that awkwardness, okay? So there's gonna be things they're gonna ask you that are a little awkward. Don't do anything unethical. Don't do anything like lie, cheat, or steal, because some people will ask you to do that. I'm not saying be humble in that way, but be humble in the application of something that's against like your nature, your personality, because that's what makes sales successful is being a little bit different. All right. It's okay. Number three, communicate. And by communicate, I mean, you need to talk and with your manager mentor all the time. Well, first you have to have a manager mentor. Some people get into this game and they're like, there's all this money. There's all this money. I'm going to go make it. And they start knocking doors like, this is hard. It's like, yeah, that's why we make money. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And like, we would be like that. Yeah. You would, there'd be not be as as much money because it'd be easy. Like retail, you just walk in, people buy a shirt, you check it out. It's because it's hard. That's why we get paid a lot of money. So you need to find someone that teaches you. It's like blows my mind. The amount of people that get into this industry, they think they can make it by themselves. And they don't get help. They don't have a manager. They just look at the money and they, they think, oh, I can make it. So it's okay to find someone. This, I guess this goes back to being humble that you can pay an override to, that you can pay a consulting fee to, that you can pay whatever to, to hold you accountable and to teach you. And then you need, then you need to communicate to that person nonstop. Like, I'm not kidding, like every 30 minutes. Hey, I got on the doors. This person gave this objection and it's not working this way. And then they'll like, oh, they'll coach you through it. Hey, do this, do this. And guess what? It'll probably work. And then you'll get to the next like roadblock. Hey, I, I got people interested. They're talking to me, but they're just not setting an appointment. Okay, well, let's, let's talk through it. And then guess what? You'll have people setting your appointment. It's called an iteration. Okay. The faster you iterate, the faster you improve on the last version of your pitch of yourself, the quicker you'll get to being completely successful at this. Right. I was on a post last night and someone asked, if you knock a hundred doors, how many people should send an appointment? And I was like, 80%, 70%, 60%, somewhere up in that range, depending on your day. And people were shocked. Like you could set that many appointments with a hundred doors or a hundred people. And doors was defined as people talk to. And I was like, yeah, that's easy. You know, cause I've done this for a long time because guess what? I had really good mentors and I bugged them all the time. My manager, when I first started, was in Disney World. I was calling him like, dude, help me figure this out. He's Disney World as kids, you know? And so don't be prideful and think, oh, I'm not going to bug him. I, I, can, I can figure this out by myself. No, like they're, they're, if you paid them or you're getting, they're getting paid off of your sales, they're highly incentivized to make you successful. And they don't know if you need help. The only way for you to communicate that, communicate that, is to call them all the time, like minimum three, four times a day, minimum, right? At the start of your day, the end of your day, and in the middle of, a few times in the middle of it so that you can get some feedback. And that's how you grow. Like, can you imagine like a new athlete that's never done football before 
go in and try to like learn football without a coach or other players it's a total joke and but people do that door to door all the time and that and then they're not successful and they're, oh, doors are stupid it's like no like doors aren't stupid like people aren't stupid there's a way to there's there's a successful formula to figuring this out and this three-step thing i'm talking about here is the mindset to figure it out right so that's one work hard i define that as over 60 hours a week two be humble that means do what you're told the first time without you shouldn't have to be told twice you should not have to be told twice right and then number three is communicate and that's talking with your manager mentor multiple times a day like several like five six seven eight nine ten times a day until they say hey stop you're bugging me so much and if, if that's after two time two calls a day find a new manager manager mentor okay because your success is on the line so don't let somebody else's laziness get in the way of your success right so there there's the basics to being successful door to door now over and above that yes there's specific skills and scripts on the doors right but use that be successful in it if you're new in the industry listen to this if you are managing reps and you need to light a little fire under their butt like feel free to share this with them so they can get that fire going and we'll chat with you later